You're listening to Tips with T, and I'm your host, Tiara, but you can call me T. I'm looking forward to sharing with you guys my journey of becoming an entrepreneur. Plus, I will discuss tips on how to achieve that financial freedom that you have been looking for. So stay tuned. Hey, you guys. Thank you for listening to this episode on today with Tips with T. On today, I have Miss Alicia here. How are you doing today? I am doing good, T. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you for being on the show today. So tell us more about yourself and what you do as an entrepreneur. Uh, so I am a mom of two. Uh, my, I'm a wife, but my husband's in the military part-time and he also works a civilian job. Uh, we live in the Pacific Northwest, so we're in Oregon. Um, I have been kind of in the fitness industry for over 12 years mm-hmm. and that really kind of stemmed from like my own personal journey. And so there's definitely been kind of an evolution, um, that has happened with kind of where I've started to now, which I guess is kind of the point, um, of life in general, but just also with entrepreneurship. Awesome. So what was your purpose of becoming a fitness, nutrition, and mindset coach for women? Yeah. So again, it just kind of went back to, or really started from my own journey and transformation with nutrition and exercise and really developing confidence in myself and my ability to kind of consistently show up for me, because I felt like I was really good at showing up for other people when they needed me you know, not letting other, you know, my boss or my husband or other people down, but Mm -hmm. when it would come to my own personal goals, especially around health and wellness and my own well-being, Mm -hmm. it was a lot easier to kind of flake out and not show up. So, um, you know, my journey kind of started from that place of really not feeling super good about myself and not feeling good about my body. And I thought that weight loss was kind of the answer to that and how I would achieve that. And I really dove into kind of figuring out how to eat, how to cook, how to exercise, and just kind of stuck with it. Mm -hmm. And eventually it sort of just kind of became this lifestyle that I really enjoyed living and decided that I would leave my career as a hairstylist, go back to school to get my degree in exercise science and nutrition. And I kind of went into that having this sense that I, the end game was really to be coaching women in some capacity to create a healthy lifestyle, develop habits. Um, but really the most important thing is helping them build that belief in themselves build that confidence in themselves. And I really do see creating some healthy habits as a major vehicle in the way that we can do that. Yeah. That's great. Um, even like with being a hairstylist, I mean, I I even had a couple of hairstylists that, you know, they study a lot about nutrition and what type of food we need to eat in order for our hair and skin and nails to be healthy. And I was just like, wow. So that's, I mean, it's still all relates to one another, which is yeah. a good thing. So you can talk, you know, I, I can imagine how you can teach women, you know, if you want to have like nice skin, this is the food you need to eat and your hair, and this is what you need to eat. It helps boost that confidence because we do tend to worry about our appearances a lot. Yeah. And there definitely, I mean, there was that common thread too with hairstyling and, you know, really it was seeing your client leave the salon and Mm -hmm. you could tell like she was carrying herself differently. She felt different about herself. Mm -hmm. 
but that only lasted, you know, six weeks or eight weeks until the hair was grown out or whatever. And um, even though I love that, and I think that there is such a huge impact that hairstylists get to make by being somebody that even is like physically touching another person, Mm -hmm. to me, it was like, I just felt like there was something more to be done Mm -hmm. that was, you know, deeper than just kind of that outside transformation. Yeah. Yeah. It always starts from what we eat, what we put into our bodies. So how can we create confidence around the food that we eat? Yeah. So, I mean, this is a little bit of a process, I think for most of us, especially kind of depending on how entrenched in different dieting behaviors that you, you engage in. Mm -hmm. Um, I I do feel by and large that a majority of the information that we're consuming about nutrition or about fitness or what health and wellness looks like is almost in some respects less empowering and makes us kind of start to second guess more and more because how many times have you seen something where, you know, it's like, this is the superfood ingredient that we need to all be eating because of whatever. I mean, for a while it was spinach, right? And then right. <laughs> a couple of years later, it's kale. And so everybody kind of left spinach in the dust and we all went to kale. And so there's just, you know, always kind of this conflicting information and there's always this new fad diet or new workout or new food that we should be eating. And I think that creates a lot of confusion, a lot of frustration, and ultimately makes us kind of second guess, like, do I even know what to eat to be healthy? Or it can start to create that fear of like, I can't eat anything because, (laughs) you know, all these ingredients are unhealthy or like carbs are going to make me fat or, you know, so I just think that um, by first and foremost, kind of tuning out of all of that noise and really kind of getting back in touch with yourself and, you know, what are the things that are important to you in the rest of your life? And chances are a lot of those things sort of carry over into what's important to you when it comes to your food, to your nutrition, to how you're treating your body. So I think it really is just about ultimately getting to know what do you like to eat, Mm -hmm. what kind of fits into the rest of your life, Mm -hmm. and really being mindful to filter, I guess, the information that you're consuming about food and, and nutrition. Right. So um, what are some ways that we can, I guess, get our time back or manage time and our energy by, you know, what we eat, you know, our mindset and our fitness? Yeah. So for myself, and I've seen this in the clients that I've worked with, there's a lot of time involved in thinking about what to eat or thinking about food, thinking about, we wish that we could eat that, or how many calories have I burned? How many calories is this? There's a lot of mental energy that is just kind of wrapped up in all of those thoughts. For some women, it's intense negative feelings and emotions and thoughts that they have about themselves, about their bodies. Um, For other women, it's maybe even kind of getting caught up still in what they look like, but sort of comparing themselves to other girls or other women and thinking like, you know, well, I look better than her, but maybe I don't look as good as this lady. Mm-hmm. And so one of the quickest ways I think to really start to get some of your time and definitely some of your energy back is to just be really mindful of those negative and toxic thoughts that you're having about yourself, about other people, mm-hmm. um, and really start noticing how much time are you spending 
thinking about food, thinking about calories, thinking about, you know, changing your body or all of this kind of stuff. And it's amazing when you're not thinking about those things quite as much, Mm -hmm. how much more mental energy you have to give to your work or to give to your spouse or your partner or to your kids or to a hobby or you know, if you're a full-time working person, but you have kind of a side hustle that you want to get off the ground, you know, instead of using all of that time to be thinking about those things, why not invest that, you know, into those other relationships and things like that? Yeah, I completely, I completely agree. So how can we create healthy lifestyles as entrepreneurs? Because we're so busy, we're always on the go, we tend to not really stop and think about ourselves at the time. I mean, it's kind of hard, especially when you're a small business owner and you're trying to do it all by yourself. Yeah, Um, I would say my top tip for this, um, especially with busy entrepreneurs, is you've gotta be mindful about creating a schedule for yourself, especially for people that don't have to punch a clock anywhere. It's really easy to just kind of be super fluid about the time that you're waking up, the time that you're going to bed, your morning routine, your night routine. And I know that there are some people that probably would argue that they feel they feel like they thrive in sort of that situation mm-hmm. where there's not a lot of boundary or structure. But I think more the reality is, is that they just learned how to cope. Mm-hmm and adapt to sort of that chaos, right? And so if there's no chaos, they don't know, you know, how to respond. But ultimately, you know, create for yourself kind of an outline of like, what would your ideal day look like? If you were living the life that you wanted to be living, your business looked exactly how you wanted it to look, what would that ideal day look like for you? Mm -hmm. Would you get up, you know, have a nice cup of coffee, go for a walk, or maybe hit the gym or, you know, something like that. I mean, really pencil it out and then start to backwards plan from there and think about, okay, what are some habits that I would maybe need to develop or change? Mm -hmm. What are some skills that I might need to learn in order to do this? And then you just kind of start to think, you know, like, I mean, really just pencil it out. It's kind of like a business plan, right? It's your life plan. So you think about all of these different areas and then you can start to ask yourself, what is kind of the easiest thing for me to tackle right now? Mm -hmm. Right. And it might be for some of us just drinking more water because it's easy to just be at the computer and we're drinking coffee or we're drinking, you know, whatever else that we forget to drink water. So it's, you know, maybe for somebody, it's just having a water bottle on their desk and that kind of triggers, Oh yeah, I need to drink the water. But then you kind of start thinking about some other healthy habits that you want to create. Right. But I think really that first step is, imagine yourself living as the person that you want to be living and what your ideal day would look like and then map that out like you would your business plan Mm -hmm. and on what I have done or do like I set myself like daily reminders when like and I actually set a schedule um of the time frames that I need to be working on um certain tasks um time frames that I would like to work out or go to the gym um so just so I can stay on a routine schedule and not too much fall off and then trying to like go to bed at a decent time so I can get up early enough and feel more refreshed instead of feeling tired and um dragging so it's all depends on the person like you said and actually creating that schedule that works best for them mm-hmm. yeah and that's really is it you know I mean you do have to consider like your your life as a whole 
Um, I think sometimes we can kind of get tunnel vision and we just think about, you know, investing in our business or we just think about, you know, going all in on these other little areas. But at the end of the day, I think we're our best we're, when we're really investing in the different areas, like our relationships, we're investing in ourselves, we're investing in other people. So, you know, having something that maybe you volunteer at or that you feel like you're kind of really giving back and contributing and stuff like that. So, um, you know, it, it can be really helpful too to kind of look at those different key areas of your life and give them an honest assessment of, you know, where are you maybe spending too much time? Where are you maybe not spending enough time? Mm -hmm. And then you look at, okay, if this is really going well over here, if your business is really thriving, mm -hmm. then maybe you don't need to keep kind of pouring the gas on there, but maybe you can start to give it, you know, give some of that attention and time to another area that's really struggling. Yeah. Yeah. And then I also tell people delegate some, if you can delegate, delegate some of your tasks to free up your time so you can actually take care of yourself. Um, so you can actually do those things that you need to do or, you know, try to prioritize, do the main things um, that you need to do, go ahead and do them. And yeah. then the stuff that can wait, let it wait and focus on yourself, yeah. whether it's, you know, going, taking a walk, um, you know, planning out your meals for the week, mm -hmm. um, things of that nature, just you need to take that time. So, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, so I have this thing called the four D's that I actually teach my women because that's one of the biggest things is it's like, I don't have enough time. Mm -hmm. And so I do, I tell them, you got to delegate, you need to delete some tasks. So what are some things that you just kind of keep pushing off? Does it even need to be done? Like, so what are some things that you can just completely get rid of off of your schedule mm -hmm. or off your to-do list? Um, deferring things. So, you know, maybe you know that that thing could be done six months down the road, set a deadline, but get that off of your plate for now. And then whatever's left, whatever only you can do or, or something like that, then go ahead and do that. But, you know, it kind of helps, I think, to have that where you're kind of partitioning your time out, but definitely don't put yourself on that defer list or the delete list. <laughs> you need to be on the do list. Yes. Yes. So thank you so much for being on the show today. Tell our listeners how we can get in contact with you and how we can render your services if we would like to. And I'm going to share the social handles. Yeah. So if you want to just learn a little bit more about me or some of the concepts that I talk about, you could head on over to the blog, just aliciacarlson.com. Um, T's got my Instagram and my Facebook. I actually also just launched my own podcast. So if you're wanting to, you know, have some of this stuff kind of in your ear while you're out on a walk or something, just look for the Strong Her Way show on iTunes. So far I'm on iTunes and iHeartRadio. Um, and then I'll be working to add some other platforms. Awesome. Awesome. And if you guys, if you want to get in contact with me, my number is 910-317-0396. You can shoot me an email at contact at mjfinancial.biz. You can go to my website, www.mjfinancial.biz to schedule a consultation. And you can find this episode, you guys, on Anchor. And you can also find this video on YouTube. So thank you again, Miss Alicia, for being on the show today. I very appreciate you. Thank you so much, T, for having me. All right, you guys, we will see you on the next episode.
Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoy the podcast channel, please become a supporter. Your support helps me to bring you more tips with tea. I greatly appreciate it, and this podcast wouldn't have been possible without you.